The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is Make It Plain. M-I-P. With Marcella Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Get woke. I keep saying this. If you have not had a chance to check out PressRun.media, is the confirmation that you are not crazy when you look at what's going on in the mainstream media and the way they're covering the Biden administration in addition to everything else. Uh, and we all need that confirmation that we're not crazy in this COVID situation, don't we? Uh, it's comforting to know that you are not alone, you're not crazy, the things you're seeing that don't make sense, you're not alone. Uh, Eric Bowler helps to educate us about how and why those things don't make sense. They don't add up. They aren't fair. Uh, the Beltway Media is truly a trip. We're happy to have our good friend Eric Bowley back with us, as always, on Make It Plain. Buddy, how are you? Good, and you? Just fine. Hanging hanging in here. Um, yeah, man. So a few things. We haven't talked in a few weeks. So I want to touch on a few things. So now... Um, the first, the press says that the Bellway Press says that uh, Trump actually deserves some credit for Biden's success with the vaccine. Yeah, they're still melting down about a press conference. Yeah, uh, for what? And you know, and you know, they're they're still trying to find ways to uh, criticize him. It's as if they don't have anything to. If it's, if it's not negative, they can't do it. But you, let me share this with you. And then I want you to respond. I had I interviewed a guest recently. Uh, he teaches at City University of New York. He has a book out. Uh, Dr. Nicholas Freudenberg, Eric, and, and he has a book out at what costs modern capitalism and the future of health. And in the book. He talks about how profitable. Disinformation is to corporations. And it's just this simple. He 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 documents how um, when you when polarizing, divisive information gets more reactions and clicks and that helps advertise products. Mm. 
Um, so we weren't talking directly about the corporate media. But when he said that, I said, well, that's interesting. So there is an incentive. Yeah. To do that. So we got it. We're going to create uh, uh, some disparagement or some conflict for Joe Biden, because that gets clicks for our advertising dollars and our our sponsors. I mean, I, I it seems to me that's the name of the game. Why else would you? Is that Biden said he didn't want to be a president that had to be on television all the time? I mean, I think we could get a little break from that. Yeah. Um, I remember a time in life when you didn't see the president on television every day, and it was okay. Days and days, days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, look, Trump blew up everything, right? He drew, he blew up all the all the protocols, all the traditions, uh, and in a way, the media loved it because what what did that do for four years? It put news at the forefront. Uh, and, and just for everyday Americans. I mean, I think some people after two or three years just threw up their hands and said, I can't, you know, I can't possibly do this every day. <laughs> and good for them uh, because it was quite taxing. But yeah, this idea that, that the president had to be on TV every day, he had to be making controversies every day, uh, completely unheard of, and Biden has no interest of it. But it did create this pattern. And it was, and it was a boom uh, for the news business because... A, you know, it helped a lot for clicks and ratings and profits, uh, but also it just made them so relative, right? They're at the, you know, everyone who covered the Trump White House got a book deal. I mean, everyone, everyone. Uh, I don't, you know how many people are going to get a book deal who cover the Biden White House? Maybe two? I mean, if I had to predict right now, I think probably 15 people got book deals. Uh, and those are, uh, and, and with Trump, all those books went to number one. I mean, people were buying vacation houses. Let's just be honest. What was going on? That was the economy. The, uh, everyone knew that was going to disappear when Biden came in. Everyone knew it was going to be kind of a return to normalcy. Uh, Biden was not going to be on Twitter. He was not going to be, you know, we, we see these daily press briefings. They're constantly trying to get Biden to uh, or the White House to, to weigh in on these cultural wars. And they just have absolutely no interest. Um, couldn't care, not that they couldn't care less, but the idea that, you know, Biden has to um, pontificate about every topic under the sun. So that's all a general way of saying, yes, uh, I, I think the press is trying to create, there's several things going on. The press is trying to create content, trying to create controversy, trying to create conflict. Uh, and I think they're trying to show they're not part of the liberal media. Oh, well, because if we went hard after Trump, boy, watch us go hard after Biden. So it started in the first week uh, when they kept pressing uh, Biden. Why, you know, why isn't this, why isn't, why haven't you united the country? Why haven't you, why aren't you adopting the Republican agenda in, in the name of unity? Why wasn't the COVID bill bipartisan? Uh, and, and, the, and the more two specific ones you mentioned that were really head, head scratchers. Why won't, why isn't Trump getting uh, credit for the vaccine? And why aren't you having uh, a press conference? Let's just real quick, let's do the vaccine thing. So in a classic case, it was, it was a Republican talking point morphing into news. Republicans were angry that Trump wasn't getting credit. Uh, but it, it was just, it's almost hard to describe. I mean, y yes, you know, the federal government set up this warp speed thing, A, Pfizer wasn't a part of that, so they had nothing that, you know, you know, they had no connection with the federal government. But my gosh, if you're talking about the vaccine rollout under Trump, it was a national embarrassment. There was no plan. Their plan was to dump 
these, this medicine in each state and tell the states you're on your own. You know, we went from 1 million shots a day to 3 or 4 million shots a day. Under Trump, the, the vaccine rollout was a national embarrassment. Under Biden, it's, it's a model for the world. Why on earth does Trump deserve credit for that? I mean, it's crazy. If Trump deserves so much credit, why wasn't the press giving Trump credit for the vaccine last November and uh, December and January? Because it was a fiasco. <laughs> so, so why is it so why is it Biden's turn, uh, you know, to give to give uh, credit? And and the press conference thing was just absolutely ridiculous. Yes, he hasn't given a press conference, uh, and other other presidents have since then. But no other president was dealing with a pandemic, with an insurrection. And, and 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 with um, an impeachment trial, so Biden kind of had his hands full. He hadn't cut off access. He was answering questions. The 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 Daily White House briefing was happening every day. Reporters were getting professional, uh, respectful responses to their queries. This was not part of a larger clampdown on information from the Biden White House. He's going to give one next Thursday, and then the whole story is going to disappear. But the press is just kind of the preening on this is just kind of absurd, uh, you know, claiming that, you know, the presidential press conference is, is kind of the pinnacle of communication uh, for the White House. We watched the Trump press conferences for four years. Nobody was held accountable. It was not some instance where, uh, you know, they, they pulled back the curtain on, on, on the Trump lies and things like that. So uh, there's been a lot going on. A lot of it doesn't make a lot of sense. And, and I think a lot of it is the press wanting to, kind of, like I said, create content and conflict. You were at the point, and I had not thought about the people who made proper themselves off of book Yeah, in the Trump administration. So, I mean, this probably is affecting some people's bottom lines, and you got to create some type of thing. But but it's it's really absurd. And I mean, they've been talking. About, I remember when they tried to make a story out of the dog yeah. uh, uh, biting someone or attacking someone, and I was just like, well, "Who cares?" I mean, yeah. this. I mean, person wasn't hurt. They sent the dog home. Yeah, that, yeah. They tried to make that in controversy. They've been talking about his watch. Um, right, right, right. Or Rolex. His, his his exercise bike was expensive, so he, you know, he he wasn't the uh, Scranton Joe. Real quick point. You know, this White House also doesn't leak. Uh, and, and I think yeah. reporters are getting kind of cranky about that. This is very much a throwback to the Obama White House. There are not people running around leaking. It's not a chaos. It's not a circus like Trump was for four years. Reporters can get could get all kinds of aides to go off the record and, and talk about what was happening in, in, you know, in the White House. That's just not going to happen with Biden for four years. And, and I think there's I think there's a frustration which might be why they're taking shots about, you know, hey, you haven't had a press conference and things like that. Yeah. Um, we're now hearing that the Hunter Biden story yeah. uh, was something made up. Russia was involved in that. Where's the widespread reporting on that? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, that was the last that, was, that truly was Trump's last minute ditch um, in, in late October, early November. The story was clearly given to The New York Post. Uh, you know, about Hunter Biden's laptop and supposedly these emails. Fox News went crazy because the mainstream media wouldn't, you know, really pick up the story. Uh, reporters tried to pick up the story. They tried to get the copies of the emails and Rudy Giuliani wouldn't let him see anything. <laughs> because, But yeah, a new national intelligence declassified report was released this week. Uh, 
uh, it said, um, you know, uh, Putin authorized all of this disinformation, didn't really try to uh, hack the infrastructure like 2016, but they used uh, the U.S. media. They used people close to Trump uh, and and they didn't they didn't specify. But just based on the people they mentioned in Russia, uh, the, the, the Hunter Biden laptop story was clearly part of it. You know, I, I think the media did learn some lessons. Um, they did learn some lessons from 2016 to 2020. You know, they jumped on all that disinformation in 2016, the hacked emails, the, the DNC, you know, WikiLeaks and things like that. Uh, I, I think they wisely um, kind of um, held their fire a little bit with the Hunter Biden story. And, and now it's been confirmed that, look, this is something the American press is just going to have to deal with in terms of presidential campaigns. I mean, just open, rampant disinformation, you know, uh, the Russian government working with the Republican Party, not even, it's not even uh, subtle anymore. I mean, they are on the same page and they're, and they're pushing the same stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was confirmed. Uh, New York Post clearly working, you know, with Russian operatives to, to try to upend the Biden campaign. It's, 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 an amazing, it's an amazing place to be, but that's where we are. And to me, that's the story they should cover, not Joe Biden's watch. You and I discussed this before. I mean, if if the Beltway media uh, and you're right, they they held their fire pretty much on the Hunter Biden piece. But but we still see some some naivete. Yes. Uh, in the name of not looking like the liberal media. But I mean, at what point does does this Beltway media look in the mirror and say to itself, wait a minute, we don't want to be. um controlled by Putin either, even indirectly. Right. You know, because that's at the end of the day, that's what that becomes. If you're not really dealing with that and calling it what it is. And furthermore, I mean, if if Putin is is helping the Republican Party and if the Beltway media is is doing the bidding of the Republican Party by uh, attacking Biden for no reason and by not calling a spade a spade. Now, one of your latest pieces is about how they refuse to use the term voter suppression, just like right. they didn't want to call Trump a racist. Right. Um, it's voter suppression. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it is. I mean, it is textbook. You know, in the piece, uh, I, I, I include a definition of voter suppression. This is it. Uh, and, and it is unapologetic and it is aggressive. And, and, and you know, there's over 200 bills at state legislatures where uh, voting laws are passed. Uh, it, it In Georgia, it's so clearly obvious the Republican Party, A, doesn't want more people to vote, and it doesn't want more black people to vote. I mean, it is, they couldn't be more clear about this. I mean, they're talking about, you know, eliminating Sunday voting, eliminating, you know, uh, shortening the election day voting, uh, shortening the pre-voting, you know, elim limiting the ballot box drops. I mean, it's literally anything they can think of. Uh, and, and, and so this is... The definition of voter suppression, what's it called in the press? Voter restrictions. Well, people will say, well, it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Voter suppression is very specific, just like calling Trump a liar or a racist would have been a factual, specific claim. Instead, we had four years of, you know, he pushes falsehoods, exaggerations. Uh, you know, he pushes uh, white anxiety or, 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 or things like that. Is, is, there's a real reluctance to be accurate and clear in terms of uh, describing the Republican Party today, which is a radical and dangerous and undemocratic uh, uh, entity. And, and, and that's not hyperbole, because all you have to do 
is look at those 150 House members who signed on for the, the lawsuit that wanted the Supreme Court to throw out tens of millions of legally cast ballots. I mean, that, that that's, the, that's the true Republican Party. The Beltway Press still wants to portray them as kind of a center-right, you know, mainstream party. Um, so voter suppression sounds dangerous and illegal. Uh, voter restriction sounds kind of plausible and debatable. So that's, they're, they're taking the safe bet. You know, voter restrictions, voter restrictions, it, that's not what's going on. And when we play these word games, we, you know, we're not dealing with the truth. And, and the truth, and there's a larger issue, two larger issues. A, this is all driven by the big lie, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're, you know, Republican Party is passing all these uh, voter suppression laws because they, in the name of, you know, election integrity. Well, there is, there is not an election integrity issue in this country. Uh, and, 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 and so that's part of it. And this is the reason the filibuster might have to be taken down because if it's not, and we can't pass that new voting, uh, that voting rights law, we might not have a democracy. I mean, if, if these bills are passed, the democratic party cannot compete with the Republican party if they are going to pass laws that reach. So anyway, it, there, there are lots of larger implications. So it's not just so, sort of this niche semantics debate we're having. Uh, time and time again, the Republican Party has, has just smashed down, uh, you know, the guardrails of, of, of kind of uh, rational thought and common decency and mainstream politics. And they're way over here. And the press is trying to pretend they're right here and they're not. And they get away with it. And the Republican Party knows they get away with it. You're right. And... Is your mattress making noises it never used to? Or is it sagging, causing you to... Then it's time to get a new one. Get the best sleep at the best value with a Nectar mattress. Prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com. Available now is number one New York Times bestseller, 400 Souls, a community history of African America from 1619 to 2019. Edited by Ibram X. Kendi and Keisha Blaine, this unique one-volume community history brings together 90 writers, poets, and thinkers, today's most vital and essential voices, creating a chorus that comes together to tell one of history's great epics, the 400-year journey of African Americans from 1619 to the present. The audiobook is narrated by an incredible 87 narrators, including contributors reading their own pieces like Alicia Garza, Angela Y. Davis, Sherilyn Eiffel, and Pulitzer Prize-winning 1619 Project creator Nicole Hannah-Jones. 400 Souls is available wherever books and audiobooks are sold. It's your girl, Danielle Moody, host of Woke AF Daily. Every weekday, I'm sounding the alarm and keeping you woke to all the pure evil that is going on in our country. Check me out now at patreon.com slash woke AF. Get five new shows every week for just $5 a month. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. So, folks, some of the headlines that Eric has pointed out 
NBC News, Republicans advanced more than 100 bills that would restrict voting. Uh, Washington Post state GOP lawmakers uh, proposed flurry of voting restrictions. Again, that word restrictions. Um, Republican led legislatures in dozens of states are moving to change election laws. NPR. I mean, all benign terminology, yeah. Associated Press, uh, critics, colon. GOP measures target black voter. I mean, it's like they want they they're going to quote people saying it. Right. They won't say it they, themselves. Um, and speaking of can't compete, the, the guy who testified who, in the oral arguments in answer to Amy Coney Barrett said we can't compete as Republicans against Democrats mm. if we don't suppress the vote. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 really what's going on. And you, we, you can probably we can probably anticipate that this type of coverage, if they do, if the Democrats do muscle up the courage, right, do something about the filibuster, we can probably imagine how the press is going to deal with that um, and not even act. Because a lot of this, too, um, Eric, is about history. If yeah. you have respect for history, right, you right, right. Voter suppression. this isn't just right. something that came out of thin air. If you have respect for history. Right. You will understand, too, that the filibuster right. is not this age old sacred papal institution. Right. Right. This was something that that was never used until it came into the uh, until civil rights legislation came to be. Right. So this is not something that, oh, we've been doing this and it's sacred and, you know, incense and mystification for 300 years. No, this got going as a result of, of civil rights legislation and as a way uh, to prevent right. uh, uh, civil rights. Right. And, and, and the press should report that. Yeah. And, and again, voter suppression, if you, if you talk freely about voter suppression, you have to talk about what the history of voter suppression is. You have to talk about the civil war. You have to talk about Jim Crow. You have to talk about the voting rights act. And again, I think this is just a way of the press saying, uh, uh, we don't want to let's, we don't want to, Let's just call it voter restriction. Let's just call it, let's just pretend it's this partisan dust up. Democrats are opposed. Republicans are for it. Let's not get into that nasty history. Let's not wade into the, you know, the waters of racism. Let's leave all that unpleasant stuff aside. Because if we do, if we get into that, we're going to get blasted for liberal media bias. We're going to get blasted for, you know, uh, for, um, you know, work, you know, kind of working with Democrats. So it's the exact same reason they wouldn't call Trump a liar for four years. They knew it. Everyone in the Beltway knew it. He's a pathological liar. There's nobody who worked in a newsroom in America who didn't understand that. But, you know, that was the edict for four years. Don't call him a liar in the news coverage. Um, so, again, we're seeing these word games. They only come up for Republicans, uh, and, and, and they're invented out of thin air. And it's a really bad it's a really bad tradition that, that Trump has created for the Beltway media, I think. And, and and it's a continuation now. Trump is off the stage, but we're seeing it with voter suppression. We're seeing the same word games. And he enabled something that they were doing some time, I think. But so but here's my question. They they seem to have sense enough to not cover him anymore. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what's worse, not covering him or doing his bidding in his absence. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, that's kind of scary. So, OK, he's not around. Clearly, you know, you don't want to put him on, on front, but we're just going to do his job for him. Right. Which suggests that, you know, his 
that mentality and that culture thoroughly infiltrated uh, the Beltway media's thinking. And as you said, you know, still there's nobody who's around today to accuse them of being liberal media, Eric, for them to fear that. The only people who would accuse them of that are the people they give too much coverage to in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so they have control of that. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. It, this is crazy. Um, what's next, man? What's the, what's the next story you're looking at? Uh, I'd like to do something on the on the Hunter Biden uh, and and looking at the uh, you know the confirmation of Russian dis, dis, disinformation and how the press is just going to have to deal with this from now on. Uh, I'm also curious about the the lack of uh, anti Biden Tea Party. You know, uh, eight years ago by now mm-hmm. under Obama, Obama right. was pushing a massive spending bill um, and and that thing ignited like a, a tinder. Right. Uh, and, and I think there's several reasons, obviously race being a big one. Uh, the COVID bill is popular. Fox News is obsessed with the cultural war. They, they don't really seem interested in policy anymore. So it, it's, it's very interesting to me that Fox News, I think, has failed to ignite an opposition to Biden the way they did, uh, unfortunately, so successfully against Biden in, in the early months of the first uh, the first year. Yeah, it's tricky with a white dude, isn't it? <laughs> you know, old white dude from Scranton. That's kind of tricky. I know. I know. Because, you know, because I mean, there's, there's. I'm sure. I mean, nobody ever polled this, but I'm sure. You know, even them, some of their followers look at that and they get a little confused. Well, you know, he does kind of look like my dad and this person. Looks like my dad. Looks like my uncle. Looks like yeah. my grandfather. Yeah. You yeah, know. I, know. I think there are there are lots of that, <laughs> uh, and and um, and the Republican Party is hurting because of it. Because again, if you go back to the first, you know, March of Obama's first year. Man, there was no shortage of outrage in the streets. And you look around now, things are pretty quiet. Yeah. And, he, and Biden just passed a $2 trillion spending bill. Yeah. Free money for any, everybody in a good way. Yeah. And there's really not a peep. Yeah. And and I, I love the fact that he has short-circuited that agenda. Yeah. For the time being. You know, uh, they can't even do to him... Uh, what they were able to do to a, a, a Southern governor in Arkansas and in Bill Clinton. That's right. You know, it just doesn't, it just doesn't, uh, it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know? and, and real quick, I think the Biden administration, a lot of those people learned from Obama administration, you know, the, uh, the Obama team came in, we're going to work with the Republicans. We'll, we'll, we're going to do this as long as it takes. We want their votes. We're going to show we can do it. And, you know, Republicans strung them along. And while they strung right. them along, they just right. created more. And now we're talking about not so much the bailout. Now we're talking Obamacare. And they just strung them out and strung them out. And while yeah. they strung them out, they just ginned up that, yeah. that opposition and the hatred. So, you know, to the Democrats, um, you know, and I, I don't blame the Obama team. You know, I thought that, you know, they were doing the right thing at the time. Uh, but they, you know, the veterans looked at that and learned and, you know, and I, I loved it with the you know the COVID nego- no, negotiations back in February. After three days, Biden says, "I think we're done here. You know, we'll see you at the we'll see you at the signing." Yeah, yeah. Well, but see, if if the Bellway media was really doing its job, you probably remember this. When Obama was was uh, raising all those olive branches and trying yeah, to work with them, nonstop. Biden was actually in the background raising hell. Uh-huh. And there were, if you remember, there were a couple of occasions when they had those summits at the White House and John McCain and them were there yeah. and Obama would call on Biden to speak and Biden would rip into him and then Obama would pull Biden back. Oh, okay. so 
you know, if, if you go back, that's what was going on. And what I always found it interesting because Biden always presented yes. as one, I'm the master of the Senate and I have done the bipartisan thing. But he was like, no, 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 this ain't working. You know, and Bob said, hold on, Joe, just don't do that right now. <laughs> and he'd go in. And so when people were saying, you know, I'm worried about Biden, he's going to do the same thing Obama. They said, I don't know about that because <laughs> I saw him a couple other times, you know, and, and, and you know, Biden has to catch himself. He's He likes to cut loose with the tongue every now and then and, and use yeah, that yeah, colorful yeah. language. Uh, I said, I don't know if it's going to go down. And, and you're right. I'm glad um, that that's not going down that way. And yeah. and, and glad. Look, because really, as you said, the coverage ought to be, you know, this being one of the most significant pieces of legislation in history. Yeah. Um, in the middle of a, a crisis. Um, that's this. That's what really counts. And lastly, those people in the White House, this is also not being covered in the right way. They actually go to work, Eric. They actually go to yeah, work. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to work to function for four years. And and as far as most Republicans in the House, they don't go to work. They go to stop things from working. Right, right. They right. go to Sabbath. They hate government, which yeah, is yeah. kind of counterintuitive. Why do you run to represent government that you don't know, like? You, you know, but but it's it's saboteurish. So we're not going to do it. We're just not going to work. You know, we're not going to do anything. We're not going to function. And these folk in the, in the Biden White House and, and the Democrats in the Senate and the House. Well, you know, we actually got elected to do a job. We're getting paid for it. Might as well do some work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what most people do. Um, so I, I think that is is also the thing. And they can't bring it to a halt or a grind. And even as you know, as I said, it's, it's hilarious to me to see that how they just cannot get traction right. on the scandal against no, someone yeah. who looks like them yeah, look yeah. Like their, their husbands fathers grandfathers they just can't they just can't do it the the, the missing other the other is missing right yeah. he doesn't look like other he, yeah. he looks like them uh that was the, you know real quick i wrote about that during the campaign you know all, during the primary and during the general election i said all these people who think that hillary clinton attack book is going to work against joe biden and they don't understand american politics uh, she was the other, she was the woman, all those, you know, greedy, villainous, you know, can't trust her, all that stuff. None of it worked for Biden. I knew it, I knew it never would, you know, uh, that's the sad state of American politics. It worked out great to have a Joe Biden for Democrats right now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that form it did work. Folks, please, please, please. You're missing something. If you haven't already press run dot media. And, and as he mentioned, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton reads press run every day. You all and she supports it. Soledad O'Brien, so many um, great journalists and thinkers and politicos and leaders and activists. Check it out. Uh, there is no media com commentary as fearless. Um, uh, Eric, I guess, has decided that he does not intend uh, to seek employment at The New York Times. Uh, that is probably very unrealistic. I, I hope you, I, I'm not. That's not breaking news for you. You're not still they're going to hire you. Do you? I just. Uh, okay, so that and I too, uh, by my association uh, with Eric, will also probably never work at the New York Times. <laughs> and I'm cool, you know. I'm 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 cool. With it. <laughs> I'm cool with it, uh, folks. We have to really start questioning how we spend our dollars, even when it comes to media. And if if you're spending money with a medium that will not even call what you're experiencing voter suppression or racism. You ought to question whether or not you need to be sending them your money 
every single day. You can just get that online for free. I'm, that's just me. I'm just throwing it. It's me talking, not Eric. Uh, but please support uh, PressRun.media. Eric, always a pleasure, buddy. You're doing great work, man. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. Have a great and, week. And he even has an audio cast too, y'all. If you go to the store, you want to listen to his yeah. to his uh, melodious voice. You can hear him uh, hear him on the site as well. So wonderful. Thank you, man. Keep up the good work. All right, thanks. I really appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, subscribe, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Greetings from Ireland. This is a quick taste of what to expect from the Tommy and Hector with Larita Blewett podcast. There's about there's rubbish and old hurlies and everything in the utility toilet. And I'd be sandwiched in there and I'd just go... And someone then I can hear someone in the kitchen going, I'm in here, by the way! But I remember visiting your house as a teenager and none of your toilets had locks in the door and I'd often be wandering out from the kitchen and hear your mother shouting out, <laughs> I'm in here, by the way! <laughs> Just let anybody who's passing know I've I've been here, by the way. (laughs) Listen to this show on the Acast app or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast recommends. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.